Welcome to Stu's EV Universe, where you can find anything and everything electric vehicle. Today, I have the pleasure of having as a guest Sujoy Dar, who's founder of news portals India Blooms and Just Earth News. He's a longtime environmental writer and journalism educator in India and the U.S. Thank you so much for joining me, Sujoy. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Thrilled to be hearing you know, from you. Um, and we've known each other for quite a while. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, I know that you're interested in, in uh, all things environment and mm -hmm. you know, vehicles and all that good stuff. So I guess just the logical place to start is... What does it look like there in India? I, you know, I know it's very different from the States. Um, I, you're in Kolkata. Mm -hmm. So yes. just kind of, I guess, paint a picture of what it looks like on the roads there. It, it's very different than the U.S. Uh, yeah, definitely. Like uh, India, Calcutta in particular, and of course, all of India is like, you can't compare it with USA. It's very chaotic, you know, and... Uh, I mean, very chaotic and very crowded, uh, overcrowded, actually. And uh, a car is still uh, considered a status symbol or luxury. Uh, not like maybe a decade ago or like two decades ago, but even now a car is kind of a status symbol, unlike in USA or in other Western countries where it's taken for granted. So, yeah, like, we have all kinds of vehicles. We even have auto rickshaws. Maybe you have seen uh, some of the pictures of auto rickshaws, some pictures or videos of auto rickshaws. We even have hand pull rickshaws in a city like Calcutta. Right. So they they have these. You heard about human horses and uh, the famous uh, city of joy novel is based on them. So yeah, we have all kinds of transport. Definitely, there are mm, mm, lots and lots of cars and. Uh, Lots of uh, cars means also huge pollution and Calcutta is one of the very polluted cities of India or maybe the world and the air pollution in uh, New Delhi, our capital city, is also well known globally now, especially during the winter. Your eyes literally burn. So, and Calcutta is no different. Calcutta is no different. So, yeah, it's very chaotic. Lots of, all kinds of vehicles lots of pollution and during the lockdown actually a lot of people were happy during the lockdown because there were not uh, there's much less pollution and even the rivers uh, were cleaner uh, those days so um, yeah it's nothing comparable to usa uh, and uh, but increasingly the middle class indians are having cars they can afford a car and so they are buying uh, so there are uh, lots of cars but the road space is not definitely keeping up with the burden of cars on the streets so it's uh, it's kind of a mess but then we are living in this mess all the time so we are used to it we don't right. complain perhaps also we just uh, learn how to like kind of cope with that yeah now with cars what kinds of cars i mean are there typically smaller cars or do you have suvs do you have everything we have everything actually we have everything uh, lots of smaller cars but not fancy small cars like it uh, the, the the size of a car also depends on uh, your like 
power to purchase. It's not that you have a small two-seater car, which is a very fancy thing, which you might see in Italy or some uh, other place. It's not exactly like that. So uh, people want to actually uh, afford bigger cars, sedan. Uh, but then we have all kinds of cars, uh, smaller cars, mid-sized cars, large cars, SUVs, all kinds, all kinds. Right. Now, I'm assuming... Um... I think it's something like less than 1% of vehicles are EVs right now uh, in yeah, India. Yeah, 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 yeah. EV sales uh, was barely 1.3%, I think, uh, last year uh, okay. of, of what the figures tell. And even uh, even what one of the ministers actually told uh, in Indian parliament, I think it's... Uh, it's not much, definitely. Nothing to write home about. Right. But there's a lot of buzz. But there's a lot of buzz around electric vehicles. And I just bought a car, actually. You know, uh, a few months ago. And it's not an electric car. It's a Tata Motors car. You must have heard about Tata Motors. It's a very big company. And they also own Jaguar. So, uh, but they are investing a lot in electric cars. So uh, maybe the next car that I buy would be an electric car if like things improve, if the infrastructure is created for that. Yeah, and, and uh, I understand four years ago, this is uh, from an article in Bloomberg from October of last year, the transportation minister had a goal that most vehicles on local roads uh, would be electric vehicles by 2030. I mean, we hear a lot about goals here in the United States, too, and sometimes you kind of have to take it with a grain of salt. You know, is is that something, I, I know that the scooter market actually is, mm -hmm. is kind of hot there, and mm -hmm. uh, electric scooters actually don't, my understanding is they don't cost that much more than a gas or a petrol, you know, powered scooter. Um, so sales are really going well for those. Um, is that something that's kind of taking off uh, there in India? Uh, look, firstly, like this, the goal for 2026 or 2030, whatever the minister said, I think he has uh, gone back on what he said and then maybe he has revised his statement and right. he said maybe a percentage of or something. And 2026 and 2030 is far away. I don't know what really happens in 2026 or 2030, whether we all live till that time. I don't have no idea. But then, uh, like, it's uh, as of now, as of now, uh, in India, you don't see uh, too many electric cars on the streets. Uh, neither do I see too many electric vehicles, uh, uh, electric scooters, like you said, on the okay. street. But maybe, maybe it's it's definitely increasing in number. And uh, some of the big brands are launching uh, them and there are more and more charging stations. But what I see myself, so far Calcutta is concerned. Look, I, I live in Calcutta, but I spend a lot of time in New Delhi as well. I'm just back from New Delhi. Okay. So definitely New Delhi is the place, like New Delhi is very polluted, as you know, internationally infamous for its pollution during winter. And that's from the stubble burning and all that. That's a farmer farming issue. But uh, New Delhi is doing much better, I think, in terms of creating its infrastructure and it's still considered the electric vehicle capital of India uh, kind, uh, but not much in Kolkata of what I see. But definitely, I have not researched that much. But I do hear people uh, talking about buying an electric vehicle. But 
it's not feasible to have it look when i bought a vehicle uh, only a few months ago i never thought of buying an electric vehicle the very reason is that i don't see an infrastructure for that right okay so if there is no proper infrastructure i mean they are building the infrastructure i'm not blaming but it's a slow progress so um, unless there is an infrastructure uh, i i don't really have the courage to suddenly buy an electric vehicle and then not being able to charge it uh, at the right time or get stuck somewhere uh, so so what i have seen in louisville like i have been to your uh, city uh, and there are these charging stations and stuff and i saw how you did it and all your efforts and all your activities um, that buzz i'm yet to see here right that buzz i'm yet to see here but definitely if the infrastructure is there more and more people are going to buy electric cars because people uh people want to do that uh but then they have no other option actually at the moment so yeah and uh, you know in the cities is there access to charging where you live uh as far as do you have access to off street parking um or a garage or not typically you would rely on public charging uh no i would rely on public charging i okay. mean i mean there i haven't seen too many but there are some set up in calcutta as well i'm told uh i i have seen a few maybe uh but not too many and uh then mm, there are this i i think the government had instructed all the gas stations to have some kind of charging facilities and uh, those instructions were given back in 2019 if i'm not wrong Right. Uh but so far Calcutta is concerned I have not noticed much but there are if you google you'll find like there are charging stations in this place and that place but so far Delhi is concerned I I have seen them mm-hmm. I, I was in Delhi I I could see them like uh, but in Calcutta I haven't spotted much so maybe maybe because since uh, just um, that we are discussing this I'll find out more what's happening in Calcutta Uh, but definitely whatever is happening uh, a lot is happening in our national capital new delhi right now what kind of brands uh of vehicles in general do you see there and what is it that folks uh what consumers want there is there i assume that some things will be similar to what we have here in the states and some things will be uh very different uh like we, obviously we don't have Tata Motors here. Look, people like us, the middle class, uh, we can afford only maybe a car launched by a company like Tata Motors. Right. And uh, because uh, going by their pricing, like it's like what I would say, like something may, around one million uh, Indian rupees, which is like ten lakh to thirteen, fourteen lakhs. So uh, I think nine point something to fifteen lakh. So this is the price range. Lakh is like. Ten uh, lakh is one million, right. so uh, so um, yeah, people like us can afford uh, brands like Tata Motors and um, maybe Mahindra. Another company is Mahindra. Uh, we can afford that, but there are a lot of big brands like uh, Audi. Right. You have Porsche or Porsche, whatever way you pronounce it, right. and uh, you have BMW. Uh, they are also launching um, electric vehicles, and I think a lot of uh, the rich and famous, uh, because India has a lot of wealthy people, and they can 
definitely afford those cars and buy those cars. Uh, but people like us would depend more on companies like maybe Tata Motors or Mahindra or maybe some other foreign company. And yeah, I think British company, AMG Motors, uh, British mm-hmm. company, they are also launching or have launched. I'm not too sure. But people like us depend on uh, brands like Tata Motors, like uh, because their prices, they are not like fancy cars. Okay. And not like car of the very rich people. So it's a middle class car. And we are okay buying because I just bought a Tata Motors car. And uh, I could have bought the electric variant of that car. Uh, But then if I could see that infrastructure around me, maybe I would have gone for that. Definitely. Because I don't want to add to the pollution. And I also want to keep the cost low. But then there are other issues, you know, like uh, maybe an electric vehicle um, does not have that kind of uh, um, that kind of uh, resale value uh, as a used car. Uh, So I think the insurance is also higher, the car insurance. But we can afford perhaps the car insurance. We might even uh, forego the idea of uh, resale value kind of thing. Uh, but I think at the moment, you need more and more charging stations. The moment it's there, I heard the government uh, is trying to create charging stations across India on the national highways every like 40, 50 kilometers or something. That's what I heard. So so I hope like they deliver what they have promised or what 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 they are talking about. The, because the petrol prices, the fuel prices, the gas prices are too high in India. And so definitely we want to see that happening. And we will go for maybe the next car. I'll go for an electric car. Now, with uh, the fuel uh, or the power mix there, uh, I, I assume there's a, a, a pretty big reliance on coal. Um, is is India moving away from that or? Oh, I mean, there's a lot of focus on renewable energy in India. Right. But but as of now, it's not that India is moving away from coal, but there's a lot of focus on renewable energy, solar energy, nuclear power. Uh, but I think for now, like they will all coexist. Right. So it's not that coal is going to go or something. No, I don't see that. Immediately. And what is it like, uh, because there are a lot of rural areas in India, what is it like Mm. there? Uh, Is electric transportation totally out of the question there? Uh, I mean, there are things like um, buses and trains and and other modes of transportation as well. Uh, I think, I mean, the rural areas are much better connected now, definitely, than it was like two decades ago. Uh, but at the same time, I think they are uh, not ready for electric cars or electric vehicles. I, I because right. even the cities, like I, I, I am in one of the biggest cities in India, Kolkata. I'm in one of the largest cities in Kolkata. Definitely, it's not as big as New Delhi or. Uh, but then uh, it's one of the most crowded uh, cities, one of the most populated cities of uh, India. And if in a city like Kolkata, you don't have that kind of infrastructure yet. I mean, they are building the infrastructure. I'm not saying that it's not happening. Uh, I don't see anything um, of that sort in rural areas as of now. But definitely, if they come up along the highways, national highways, which connect all the areas of India, I think it's good. And so rural areas, I think uh, we should not even discuss at the moment. At least we can start with the urban uh, uh, areas in India where uh, people actually use cars. 
and uh, more and more middle class people are buying cars uh, so um, the indian cities the indian governments and india is not just one government let me tell you it's not just one federal government it's a is a federation of states so every government every state government might perhaps has a role to play in it so i don't see uh, hear much about that from my government here uh, but i know about all the plans of the federal government in new delhi and what they talk about so let's see but as of now a person like me cannot afford to have an electric vehicle uh, maybe 5 years from now uh, perhaps it's possible are there any talks um i mean here in the states uh you know there it was just passed that uh, there's going to be a lot of money um from the us uh government to go towards putting in infrastructure in a in a big way so that's that's you know good news like you were saying i mean on the highways um fast charging all that kind of stuff um and then also talk about incentives uh financial mm-hmm. incentives for people to buy evs although uh that's kind of at least at the time of this recording <laughs> still still up in the still up in the air um and we're hoping that that passes is there anything like that any any incentives uh for the public to to switch over uh i think there are incentives announced by the government okay and uh, there are incentives i think um, uh, to the companies also uh, manufacturing these cars and also the people like tax benefits tax benefits and then you have gst gst is there in us i think as well gst goods and services tax actually lower gst so tax benefits so all these things are there definitely right. okay uh, from the government side uh, but then i think again like uh, all, with all those benefits and incentives which the government is offering because mm, i mean definitely government is offering those uh, benefits but with without infrastructure it's not going to help right, so right. Uh, the crux of the problem i think is infrastructure so we need more charging stations definitely and so that's why i heard like if i'm not wrong uh, the aim is to make 30% of private cars 70% of commercial vehicles 40% of buses and 80% of two and three wheelers go electric by the end of the decade which is like 2030 which is like 8 years from now Right. So in another eight years, that is the uh, target set by the government now. Uh, unlike right. earlier, what you whatever you have heard from earlier reports. Now, um, kind of other news. Hyundai, I understand, uh, is to to invest five hundred and thirty million to launch six different EV models in India by twenty twenty eight. So that's that's really good news. I mean, do you see Hyundai's around um, on the streets or? uh yeah it has like uh, i mean they they are i think they already have a car called hajai kona electric kona uh, right yes yeah and uh, is considered one of the best cars actually uh, in that segment and uh, so they are uh, actually um, aiming but the price of that car is again like uh, um, around 25 lakh which is like Two million, two and a half million, nearly two and a half million. Okay, so I don't think we can afford right. <laughs> that kind of money to buy a car. I mean, right. uh, if if a car is around one million 
electric car if it is the price is around 1 million indian rupees i think people are going to go for it but right. uh, you can't afford to i mean definitely there are a lot of rich people i told you it's a huge country but right. there are as many poor as the, maybe there are so many rich as well in india uh, but for us it's not possible to afford the, uh, that uh, afford that kind of a car with because of the price uh, but if they come out with a uh, variant which is like affordable then right. definitely we'll uh, go for that but uh, a lot perhaps is tata motors might be much more acceptable i mean because of the price and then they have also totally revamped themselves i mean revamped the way they were uh, manufacturing cars so tata motor cars were earlier considered more f- for commercial purposes so, but now i bought a tata motor cars i had a polo uh, volkswagen but now i have a homemade uh, yeah, made in india car right. uh, so uh, so but yeah i think i think uh, the price is definitely one of the big factors along with the infrastructure well and i know that tesla has wanted to um have manufacturing in India for a long time. Yes, and, yes. And uh, I think through the uh, Tesla Club of India, uh, they posted that uh, superchargers uh, were spotted uh, in a warehouse somewhere in India, which is a good sign um, that, you know, they would have a, a, a showcase or a showroom uh, for Tesla cars uh, in sometime in the hopefully near future. And uh, a high price car and and with the tariffs um i think that's what they're trying to do is is get the tariffs to be lower so that they can bring in the vehicles for a a, a more reasonable price even though it's an expensive car anyway and then i think the the eventual goal is to have manufacturing in india but they tesla seems to want to test the waters first uh with mm-hmm, their vehicles mm-hmm. in in a place before they they go that extra step, uh, yeah. And there there has been talk about a lower price Tesla, which I, I think yeah. people in the states are also uh, excited about. That would be coming out in the next few years. That would be closer to something like twenty five thousand dollars, which was what was reported a you know a few years ago. So. Now, with uh, the charging stations, because that seems to be one of the biggest roadblocks, is that something that is typically taken on by the government, or is it private uh, organizations that are installing these, or a combination of both? A combination of both, yes. Okay, okay. Okay, so that that seems to be what is needed at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I think... uh, Quartz India from December of last year estimated that India will need more than 400,000 charging stations uh, for the, I think they were estimating 2 million plus EVs that could be on the road by 2026. And currently there's just a little over a thousand. A thousand, yeah, yeah. So that, yeah, so yeah. so that's what I was telling you. Like, yeah. Um, so if this is the, I mean, but then I don't know. Like maybe things can really uh, take off and be very because we all know like pollution is a big problem. The fuel prices are uh, going over the roof, and then also this uh, the energy crisis definitely right. is there. So sooner the bigger, sooner uh, the better. Actually, right, right, yeah, and and I mean, does global warming factor in and and the mm-hmm. climate change? I mean, what is the general you know, thought about, I mean, we're seeing extreme 
things as far as temperature and everything going on here. I'm assuming it's much worse there. Um, is that kind of motivating folks to to kind of look towards this as well, or or are they just really trying to go day by day and and you know. Obviously, with the pandemic, things have been worse, and for businesses and for people in general. Look, the intentions are good, definitely. So far, India is concerned. Um, I think the intentions are good, and it's not that the Indian government or Indian politicians or Indian administration uh, are apathetic to climate change. Uh, issues or global warming and we are trying to deal with that they ha we have a lot of issues in india actually so um, there are a lot of issues i mean it's very easy to often blame the government but uh, there's a competing politics uh, in india as well i mean right um, a very populist uh, politics in india so that definitely is a roadblock because if one political party is like um, kind of assuring you that you don't have to change your car, you have to, you can, uh, so it, it becomes you know, kind of a little difficult for another political party to counter, counter that. And, you know, in, in, in India, definitely economic issues are big issues. Right. So all these things add up uh, and uh, create a much bigger challenge uh, for the government. So, uh, but definitely, I think uh, with time, things will improve. And our governments, I would say governments, because it's not just one government. There are, India has a strong federal structure. Right. So all the governments in the various provinces or states and the government in New Delhi would really see the necessity to kind of uh, give impetus to the manufacture of electric cars and create more and more charging stations. So right. because unless, unless they create this uh, infrastructure and it's, it's on the government, actually, because even if the private uh, players come into play and they are coming forward, definitely, even if there is Tesla or Tata Motors or Audi and BMW. But even the, for that, you need a government which actually kind of support them, back them uh, and uh, create, uh, re remove the bottlenecks and uh, help them in setting up all those uh, logistics. So right. I think th I think that's a big challenge. And uh, as of now, on paper, the government has all the good intentions, but the pace in India, you cannot expect that to be in other countries. Right. And you have to understand also India being a democracy and multi-religious, multilingual, multi-ethnicity uh, multi uh, kind of a country. It's not so easy. I mean, you, you cannot be like China uh, or any other country where uh, like the democracy is weak. In India, it's not so. So uh, even right. with all that talk, big, uh, with all the and talk about the government or uh, uh, this government is like this and that government is that. So even with all that thing, all that uh, publicity, negative, positive, whatever, end of the day, India is a vibrant democracy. And things move very slow here because of that, because there's a lot of red tapism. And apart from that, there are these livelihood issues. And uh, it's like, and also this competitive populist politics in India. That is also a big problem because uh, there are a lot of issues. If you are here, you'll understand. I mean, it's ridiculous at times, uh, but then this is how India is. So, uh, I mean, I'm not supporting that, definitely. Uh, we have to move forward, definitely. 
so the plans are there on the paper and the government uh, wants to do that how far they can how 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 they can how fast they can uh, fulfill that remains to be seen but definitely things have picked up a little bit because there's at least a buzz around electric vehicles now which was yeah. earlier not there yeah we're we're seeing a real uptick here in the states as far as uh Commitments. I mean, I think like the first level is, you know, it's very easy to make announcements, you know, whether it's from the government or vehicle manufacturers. Uh, but then to actually put money behind it uh, is a second level and a very important level. And we're starting to yeah. see that. And it sounds like with Hyundai um, and then potentially Tesla, um, you know, th that India is kind of moving in that direction, too, which is which yeah. is good because it's such a huge place um and and pollution is such a big problem yeah um so is there this has been great um is there anything else that you wanted to add or no it's fine like uh, i think uh, like we I, all i can add is that i am really uh, eagerly waiting uh, uh, to buy my next car which i mean to buy to 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 buy a car in another 5 years which is an electric vehicle and i have enough charging stations right so this is what i'm really looking forward to because i don't want to add up to uh, the already high level of pollution in india and i mm, really want to save my money because it's a huge uh, uh, fuel cost that we have in India. The prices go up and up all the time. There are a lot of protests and things, but then whichever government is there, it goes up, I have seen. Right. So, uh, so all these things are there. And so we are all looking forward to that. And at least the good thing is that there is a buzz around electric cars, and which was not there earlier. There were a few variants, uh, but then there was nothing to write home about. Uh, as of now, we have to see how far the government is able to kind of implement whatever they have promised or whatever they have spelled out. Yeah, great, great. Um, do you want to point any of uh, our listeners to um, where they could find uh, your, your stuff online? I don't know how far I can claim myself to be an environment writer because uh, more and more you become an editor uh, and editorial mm. duties and because I run my own media firm you know it's a lot of administration sure. uh, uh, administrative work as well so uh, maybe less but then as a group uh, like we do a lot of stories on environment we try to cover them as much as possible so definitely they can go to our website like indiablooms.com www.indiablooms.com uh, and they can also uh, visit uh, a global uh, news site that we run which focuses uh, among others like it focuses a lot on human rights geopolitics but also uh, we have a good focus on environment uh, and climate change so it's called just earth news www.justearthnews.com and okay. if somebody wants to google me they can google me with sujoy dhar and uh, maybe i did a rockefeller foundation project actually you know and mm -hmm. uh, where i had to write a lot about this sustainable development and the urban challenges and those stories are also there available online and anything okay. they want to uh, find uh, like my writings uh, in the past they have to just type my name and just uh, 
uh, type the other keyword they want to find about. I think I've written pretty much about everything. And perhaps I started writing very early about environmental pollutions and things like that. No, that's great. That's great. Okay. Uh, thank you so much for uh, coming on today. I really appreciate your time. So Great, great catching up with you, Stu. Yeah. And I wish you all the best. Thank you for listening to this episode of Stu's EV Universe. I would like to thank Eden Unger for creating the artwork and the music for this episode. Remember, please rate, review, subscribe, and share, as that's the only way we can continue to grow. Now you can support us on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash EVU. Remember, the EV revolution runs on your energy. I'm Stuart Unger. See you next time.